the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to us as a result of the blood that Jesus shed for us. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or be. God made every one of those things available to you and me. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by you and me, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made available to you and me. Each and every one of these exceeding great and precious promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by us. Positions and possessions, manifestations and opportunities that we have a valid and a legitimate claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what those things are. Then accept that God himself wants them in the lives of me and you, especially since Jesus died for them to be received by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. John chapter 10, let's begin reading at verse 9. It reads like this. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastures. Notice that after salvation, there's an and attached to that which means that there's more that comes along with our salvation. One of the things that comes along with it is the ability to go in and out and find pastures, whereas we can then be able to go through life and live a blessed life like God wants us to do. Why? Because the Lord is now our shepherd. We shall not want. At least that's what his word said to me and you. He told us that he would have us lay down in green pastures. He would be able to enjoy still waters. We would be able to walk through our life knowing that no matter what's happening to our life, he's going to be right there with us in our life. His rod and his staff will comfort us, and he'll bless us to the point that our cup will runneth over, and goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. But there are things that are need to be known by me and you for that to be actually experienced by me and you. It's cute that it's on the pages of the book, but we'd rather have it in our life when we take a look. Praise God. So there's some things we need to understand in relationship to make sure that those are available to us as God's woman and man. Praise God. He said, he also wants us to know that in verse 10, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am coming that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. There's an enemy that's trying to stop us from being able to enjoy these green pastures that God has in store for me and you. From being able to go in and out and find pasture like God wanted us to do. Now, he couldn't stop us from getting saved because we saved. Anybody been here born again? Ha! Amen. Well, we, we, we glad about that. 
But at the same time, he can try to stop us about the second part. And that's what he's been trying to do in our lives, to be able to make sure that he steals from us, kills from us, and destroys us. Even the opportunity to be able to enjoy the life that God has in store for us so that we don't ever have the green pastures, but we have the old barren, jacked-up land. That we don't ever drink from the still waters, but we drink from Rio de Janeiro waters. Praise God, where it's as filthy, it's about as filthy on, on the, as it is on the land. Praise God. He wants to make sure that we have troubles all of our lives and strain all of our life and not even understand that God is there to comfort us any of our lives. So that we don't have goodness and mercy following all of all, us all the days of our life. But it seems like we got problems and difficulties following us all the days of our life. That's what he wants to do. But... Jesus let us know that he ain't, that Satan ain't the end of the sentence. I am. Praise God. Because he said, I am coming that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Of course, we already know that the living Bible says my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. That's what Jesus came to do is to be able to bring life in all its fullness to me and you. The amplified version we found out says I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in a boon abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants us to know is that there's a life that's an overflow that God has in store for me and you. Now, that's the God kind of life. That's the kind of life that God wants us to have, and that's available to me and you. But we notice that this is an opportunity because he said, I came that you might have life. Might means an opportunity. And, of course, we already know that opportunities don't guarantee that you're going to get it. Why? Because you got something to do with it. Guarantee opportunities don't guarantee that you're going to get it. Why? Because, excuse me, opportunities don't guarantee that you're going to get it. Why? Because opportunities always let you know that you got something to do with it. See, if this was all the Lord, it's going to definitely happen. But it ain't all the Lord. He is the one that made it available to me and you, presented the opportunity to me and you. But yet at the same time, it's based upon what we do that determines whether it's going to actually happen for me and you. Look at your neighbor say, hey, it's happening for me, baby. It's going to happen for me. It's, I'm getting it. Praise God. Look at your neighbor on the other side say, I'm getting mine. I'm getting, I'm getting mine. Praise God. Amen. That means you'll take advantage of the opportunity because the blessings of God we found out are already yea and amen in Christ. That he's already said yes to, to me and you. In fact, emphatically yes to me and you. But at the same time, will we match his yes with our yes so that we can say yes to him too? Because that the truth is anywhere they're told, although we say with our mouths, we want what God says and, 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 and it has for me and you. But in our actions, our, in, in our real speech, knowing, you know, the one we're really talking to people about, that's when we find out it ain't really true. Because God, we don't really believe that many of these things are rightly, rightfully available to me and you. We heard that they are there, but we really don't believe that they're there. We heard that God has made them available to me and you, but as a as a, for them happening to me and you, I don't know about all that. Well, you need to know about that. These things are rightfully ours. He said, I, he has prepared for us things that we know not of, but at the same time, we can find out through it because God does love. God loves me and you, and he wants us to have and experience this life he has in store for me and you. That's why we need to find about, out about all these exceeding great and precious promises that he's given to me and you. We've been working on one of them for the last few times we got together. It's called the right to guidance and instruction from God. The right to guidance and instruction from God. God has given each and every one of us the right to receive guidance and instruction from him. That is off the hook right there. 
that you have the right to guidance in a structure. Now, many people don't really get excited about that. Not y'all, but many people don't really get excited about that. But I know I'm thrilled about that. I'm pumped about that. And my assignment by the living God is to help you get thrilled and pumped about that. So that you can be able to understand that this thing that God has extended to you and me, that is the right to guidance and instructions received from the God that created you and me. It's something that we ought to be pumped about. And even more importantly, something that we ought to tap into and begin to use so it could be beneficial to me and you. Last time we got together, we found out that God sees things more clearly than we do. Because he said, I'm going to guide you with my eye. Poor as God. And, and, and his eye sees things that we don't see. It sees further than we can see. It sees more accurately than we can see. His eyes looks in darkness just like his light, which means it ain't no difference between him, between dark and night. Now, we can't see at night. We can't really see what's going on. And remember, Satan is the prince of darkness. So his job is to make sure that we don't clearly see what's going on so that we can make decisions out of darkness rather make them out of light. And come on, some of y'all go far back enough to know that we be slipping in the darkness. That if you continue to live and operate your life in the darkness, you're going to be slipping and falling. And that ain't what God has in store for me and you. God wants us to walk in this world and live uprightly like he wants us to do. So we ain't got to be going through all the woes and the woes that the word says we'll do. Because we found out pain and problems are all attached to uh, us not knowing what to do. But it can be avoided because God will show us what to do. He'll guide us. He'll guide us with his own eye so that we can be able to stay away from those woes and woes and horrible things that's that, 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 that uh, Satan has set up for me and you so that we be robbed from and stolen from the opportunity to live that abundant life that God intended for me and you. Because just like at the beginning, God can do the same thing now. At the beginning in Genesis chapter 1, God separated darkness from light and he called each of them what they were. And God will do the same thing in our lives. He'll come into the darkness of our life and separate the things that are in our life and show us what we should, should not do, where we should be, where we shouldn't be who we should be with, who we shouldn't be with. He'll show us what's right and what's wrong. Why? So that we can do what's right and not wrong, so that we don't end up with that woe that happens to people who call darkness light and, 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 and light darkness. But as we think that it's darkness, but it's actually light. And we think that it's light, but it's actually darkness. But God said, I'll separate that and call you and tell you exactly what it is so I can be able to guide you out of that darkness into the life that's only lived in by his. Now, it's important for each and every one of us to be able to know that guidance and instructions are rightfully ours. It's important for us to know that. And not just stop at knowing it, but we need to step into the benefit of it. We need to learn the benefit from the fact that God is prepared to be able to guide us and instruct us. God is prepared to be able to guide us and instruct us in life. In fact, God wants to guide us and instruct us in life. He's prepared to lead us. Hey, and old folk used to say, learn us, praise God, through life. He wants to learn us through life. God's prepared to teach us some things so that we can be able to understand some things, so that we can be able to move forward understanding those things and therefore make the right decisions. Because remember, I don't care, let me rephrase, because of God, the fact that God loves you, God has given you one of the most ultimately loving things that he could ever do for you when he uh, saved you. And that is give you choice. God gives you choice. He don't make you do nothing. He don't, he, he don't get behind you and use that awesome power that he have to force you into doing anything. He leads and guides. He presents doors of opportunity. 
And then he gives you the guidance to be able to step through that door that he gave to you, that wonderful opportunity. He, he, but he gives it you the choice to be able to decide what you're going to do. He'll just be in your corner, be in the same and say, hey, this is what you ought to do. Now, the question is, is will we benefit from this wisdom that's his? That's why this ability to receive God's guidance and instruction that's rightfully ours is so very, so very, so, so, so very important. It is so very, so very, so, so, so very important. But the question remains and will continuously need to be answered again and again and again throughout our life by both you and me is will we take advantage of the guidance and instruction that God is offering you and me? Will we take advantage of it? Notice I said that's offered to you and me. Offered, not forced upon you and me. God doesn't force anybody to do nothing. God made me. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. God presented you an opportunity because God don't make nobody do it. It's Satan that drives and makes people do stuff. God doesn't operate that way. God presents doors of opportunity to people to be able to make the right decision and do what he said do. That's why I said offer to you. See, God's not going to force us to be guided and instructed by him. Even though the wonderful opportunity is there to be guided and instructed by him. What he's done is open the door of opportunity for us to be able to receive this guidance rightfully us. But yet if we don't receive this guidance, if we don't receive this instruction as God, hey man, things might not work out as well as it could work out. See, God's not going to force on us to be guided and instructed by him. He's going to open a door of opportunity for us to be able to call upon him. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 33, please. Oh, I love the Lord. Praise God. But it's important for us to be able to know the Lord that we love. How, how, how does he operate? How, how does he do what he do? Why? If we're going to spend eternity with him, we might as well know him. Amen. That's why I'm still stunned at how people want to marry somebody and they don't even know him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been knowing for three weeks. Amen. Well, amen. Praise God. You ain't. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 33. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're going to learn them later, though. You don't know them now. You're going to learn them later. (laughs) Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 33. That's why time. Come on, singles. Time is what? It's your ally. Let let, let time work with this relationship. Hey, man, and get everything the way it's supposed to be before you move forward and later on be crying and living your life in misery. Yes. Going from house to house and pillar to post. Why? Because you didn't operate the wisdom that was provided you to be able to live like you were supposed to. Hey, man, we in Jeremiah chapter 33. Time is your ally, baby. Don't be scared of them going. Hey, Amen. Because if they leave, they wasn't yours in the first place. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 33. Good th- and plus that. Look at you, look, 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 point to yourself and say, good things are worth waiting for. Yeah, and see, you're a good thing. You worth waiting for. We in Jeremiah chapter 33. Let's just move on. Once again, I was letting you know that God doesn't force anybody in to do anything. He just do- opened doors of opportunity. Look at one of these doors of opportunity that he's opened to you and me. Started with verse 3. He said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Notice, he said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. The word mighty things is talking about hidden things. Great and hidden things that you know not of. Who talking to you? 
God. But let's be more specific. Go to verse 2. Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formeth it, to establish it. The Lord is his name. The one that says this to you is the Lord that is the maker of you and everything else that you have anything to do with. He's the maker of you and everything else that you have anything to do with. All baby C, C, C. There ain't nobody better to say, call me and talk to me than the one that made it in the first place. Nobody better to be able to find out how things work, how things don't work, what to do, what not to do, what you should and should not do than from the person that made it and then presented it to me and you. Is anybody listening to me up in here? If your bins ain't working, trust me, you don't want to take it to a Ford dealer. Praise God. Nothing wrong with a Ford dealer when it comes to dealing with Fords. Hey, man. If you, if you, if you, if you, Frigidaire broke down. You want to take it to somebody that don't know Frigidaires. You want to, the best place to go is to the authorized Frigidaire repairman, dealer. Why is that? Because they know this thing. They know this thing. That's what they do. God said, I, I made everything, including you. The world that you're living in, I made it. The thing you're trying to work with, I made it. Everything that it is that you see, I made it. So call unto me and I'll show thee great and mighty things that you know not of. Look at your neighbor and say, that, now that's serious. That's an awesome opportunity to be able to talk to the person who made everything. To be able to call upon them and they will, and he said, and I will answer you. Call, call, call up Ford Motor Companies when something go wrong with your car. Call them up and say, I want to talk to the, to, to the president. I want to talk to the, to the CEO, the chairman of the board. I want to talk to him. And they say, about what? They say, because my car ain't working right. Click. Or they might, they might, they might talk, depending on what kind of day they had, they might, they, they might talk to you for a moment or two and say, hey, look, this is who you call. And they give you somebody else to talk to. Why? Because you're beneath me. Your little situation is not important to me. I'm, I'm dealing with a billion-dollar business here. And you're talking about your car ain't working? Come on, God is the creator of a universe. But he won't say, hey, look, I'm, I'm feeding sparrows all over the place. And I'm trying to keep people from killing each other. And getting folks saved too. And you want me to handle your little situation? God said, no, you can call me. I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. See, calling upon the Lord so that he can show us great and mighty things that we know nothing about is an opportunity that's presented unto God by God. Sitting right here in the Bible. Writ, writ, writ right here. It's sitting here right here. It's something that we could take to the bank. Something that we can take in any court right here and say, look, this is what you said. This is what you would do. You would think that saints all over the world would call upon God on a regular basis. But they don't. But they don't. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you. Yeah. Amen. He ain't talking about me either. Because we ain't that stupid. To miss that opportunity. Amen. But a lot of people are. Stupid means that, they, that they're incompre- incapable of comprehending information. Because if somebody would give you that clear of an information. And you run into anything. Anywhere. Anywhere along the way. And you don't call upon him. That has to be stupidity. When the creator of the universe say. Call me. I'll talk to you. And I'll answer you. And tell you whatever you need to know. I'll show you things that you don't know nothing about. I'll holla, holla, holla at you. I'll, I'll break things down. I'll give you the 411 on everything that's going on. I, I'll talk to you. Just call me up. 
but we won't even bother to call him out. Look at your name and say, mm-mm-mm. Because remember, opportunities can either be accepted or rejected. They can be employed or they can be ignored. They can either be used or refused. Choice is theirs. It's up to the person who's been presented the opportunity to decide what they're going to do. But many people never call him up, never ask him anything. Never, never ask him wisdom on nothing. Never ask him understanding on nothing. Don't ask him for guidance on nothing. Don't ask him for instructions on nothing when he know ad thing. How much he know? Ad thing. Turn to Proverbs chapter 3. It's an opportunity that's presented by God. But some folk, for whatever reason, I'm not going to get into the reason right now, but I will later. But, but for whatever reason, folk won't do it. We, here we are in Proverbs teaching a young king how to be a king. Yo, king, this is to you. This is written to you. To be able to teach you how to be able to live in a life as royalty do. So that you can be a ruler in life and never ruled by life, no matter what you do. That you'll always know exactly what to do because you know how to operate as a ruler of a kingdom and live like you ought to. So what kind of things does a ruler of the kingdom need to know and understand? Proverbs chapter 3, written by God's holy hand. It says in verse 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And he attached something in it. Because a lot of people, oh yeah, I trust God. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Lean not unto thy own understanding. Lean not to thine own understanding. Quiz. If somebody tell you lean not to their, your own understanding, what 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 they talking about? What what you mean? What is you expect of me? What do you expect me not to do? Hands, please. Anybody help me. If, so if you tell somebody, lean not to your own understanding. Yes, ma'am. Say, she say what? She said, not to my own ways. Praise God. Hey, man, that's good. Praise God. Yes, ma'am. Not to your own way of thinking. That's good, too. So don't lean to your own ways. Don't lean to your own way of thinking. Yes, ma'am. Don't depend on your own knowledge. You know, because a lot of us move forward depending on our own knowledge. That's why we lean to our own under, lean to our own ways, lean to our own understanding, lean to our own knowledge. Yes, ma'am. Don't do it. Come on. Give me a high five. Don't do it, Kimber. Don't do it. Just don't do it. King, if you're going to rule in this thing, just don't do it. Do what? Lean to your own understanding. Trust God. Which means that the leaning of our understanding demonstrates how how little we trust God. The leaning to our own understanding demonstrates how little we trust God. Hey, man, anybody ever known somebody that you know don't know something? How willing were you to ask them anything? Why are you laughing? (laughs) She laughing. (laughs) Say zero. That's not. uh Uh-uh. It ain't happening. I ain't asking I ain't asking them nothing. They don't know nothing. I mean, I was eager to like, man, let me ask them because, you know, so, so let me back up then. Then that means then your willingness not to ask demonstrated how much you thought they know about something in that situation. And a lot of people think God is doofus. In fact, they trust what they know more than what, than God, than what God know. Because I ain't even going to bother asking. Ask him for what? <laughs> Ask him, what for? I got this, I got this. Come on, you know like little kids do. I got this, I got this. They be sitting there crying, can't even untie their shoe. But I, and you come to try to help them, I got it, I got it, leave me alone, I got it, I got it. And God be trying to help us. But we be like, I got this, I got this. And he said, mm-hmm. We in Proverbs chapter three. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad they ain't talking about you. I don't even know what to do. Where's God? <laughs> Verse five, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. 
He gave more clarity about it. In some of thy ways, acknowledge. In a few of thy ways, acknowledge him. Whenever you run into a problem, acknowledge him. It, no, no, no. Whenever you run into a problem, you're supposed to acknowledge him. You know, I don't know. That word, what does that word all mean? What's left after all? That means there ain't nothing you're supposed to not be acknowledging God about. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that believing that things are rightfully ours is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in His Word. I hope even more that the idea that the things God promised in His words are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop it off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I have something for all the young adults out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fighting for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought to being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.